It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Rapine, on Twitter. At James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, LockedOnBengals.com. Mock Draft 5.0, final mock draft, will be posted at LockedOnBengals.com tomorrow. If you're new to the podcast, well, welcome. This is your daily Bengals fix. We do this every single day, Monday through Friday. Coming up on today's podcast, you're going to get a couple snippets of my conversation with Jim Osarski of the Cincinnati Enquirer. There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about between now and the draft. Thursday's the draft. By the way, I want you to come see me at Dickman's. I'll be there from 8.30 to midnight. 8.30 to midnight, Northern Kentucky. If you're in the Cincinnati area, uh, area come enjoy some wings, some, some beer, and uh, broadcasting live with 700 WLW. And that is a... A good segue because I, I think some of you are going to drink because you're happy. Others might drink because you're sad, depending on where the Bengals pick, depending on who they pick. There's a lot of buzz about Lamar Jackson. McShay out there saying stuff. Now Peter King saying stuff. I've turned some stones. I've reached out to some people. I've tried to talk to as many people that would be in the know as possible, and no one within the organization that I've talked to, thinks Lamar Jackson will be in serious or under serious consideration if he's there at 21. Not saying he won't be, but who I've talked to, behind the scenes, off the record, I can let you know that much. Here's what else I can let you know. We had Dave Lapham on yesterday. What did he say? That they probably wouldn't consider it. I'm going to double down. Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com. Here he is. Here's my conversation with him. I host a show noon to one on ESPN 1530 every single weekday called Cincy 360. Jim joined me in studio. This is about five minutes. This is our discussion about Lamar Jackson and whether or not the Bengals would consider adding him if he's there at 21. You were at the open locker room and Lamar Jackson just rolls in, right? Right. Yeah, you were there. Uh <laughs> That happens. Twitter breaks. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson. Your brain exploded. Is, yeah, I did. It totally did. I Michael Vick 2.0. Right. right. You know, 2018 Michael Vick rolls in the, you know, in the locker room. I, I sucked. I wasn't there. Um, instead, I was here. But how serious do you think the Bengals are? Let's say he falls to 21. And I think he would have to fall to get well, there yeah. at 21. If he's there, is there a scenario that you can see where the Bengals pick him? Uh, well, I think there's always a chance because he, I don't know their board. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have Lamar Jackson as the number one quarterback in mm-hmm. this class. Yeah. You know? Um, now, I, I, I don't. if he's there at 21, I don't think they take him. I think he's in, he is in town to know who he is, to be prepared, however, for that. Because you see film, you do your interview at the pro day, you, you watch so, – now you know the kid a little better. Mm-hmm. You spent a day and a half with him. You put him on your board, um, ask him to do you know diagram plays or calls or deal with things. Um, you need to be ready. 
you know, I mean, everyone always talks about Aaron Rodgers, but Ted Thompson had to be ready. Mm-hmm. Here was a guy that, that they thought could have been the number one overall pick, and now he's down in the 20s. I mean, if the Packers were sitting there like, we never talked about this guy, now you're screwed. Yeah. And so I think it's two things. It's one, you, you want to be prepared. Um, and two, if if he's falling, that means teams are probably calling you, or if he truly does get to you and no trades are made with Detroit, and Detroit's not taking him, right? Yeah. So if they're not, if if a move hasn't been made to jump you to, to get to that guy, now they're calling you, you want to know about that guy because now you can put a value on it. You know, team A, B, and C, hey, we want to move up. We want to take him. Well, who is this guy? Well, now you, you know, know what, what I mean? you're selling. Now, exactly. So I think I think it's 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 truly due diligence. It's truly being prepared. Um, I think the the belief is Lamar Jackson has potential, and he's an exciting player. But it's going to take a while. And while that may fit Cincinnati, if you will, like oh, Andy Dalton's under contract for three years, yep. and Lamar <laughs> Jackson with the option is under could be under contract two years beyond that. I don't know if you – I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about win now and draft a starter. I don't know if that really fits – you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that If a quarterback in the first round and also Marvin Lewis in all of his years, and there have been very many here, does not believe in, cre- in creating your own problem in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing for A.J. McCarron guy, you know, to, to, to believe the fourth-round pick is – is the second coming. But it's another when you draft a first rounder yes. who won a Heisman. Because if you draft him, you think he's the second coming. Right. So that's yeah. I and and so you'd really have to sell Marvin on, hey, we're gonna do this, potentially divide the locker room, divide well, I wouldn't even divide the fan base because we know where they fall with fourteen for the most part. Um and you just create that problem on your own mm-hmm. in a year where you know it's kind of tenuous to begin with in terms of you know, the head coaches and, and everything wanting, again, to, quote-unquote, win now. It, it, it goes totally counter to everything else they've done And they all January. have two-year deals. Right. So even the new the new coaches have two-year deals. Yeah. So they want to win now. They want to show that they should right. be here. And that's the last thing. It's, would you lose your mind? Would you, because you you said starter. Get a starter. Get a starter. That, which, again, runs counter. <laughs> I, look, we can make, and you and I, we've gone round and round, and, and on our BBP at Cincinnati.com, on your show's, about quarterback and Andy Dalton, and look, hey, if, if <laughs> it's it just it doesn't make everything they've said, it wouldn't make sense because they all Bill Lazor and Alex Van Pelt and Marvin and Mike Brown and the ownership has said they believe Andy's in his prime and he can do the job mm-hmm. if they support him better. Um, so I would be shocked because it would just run. It would be such a pivot. It would be such a pivot mm-hmm. now. If they were to then come down and say Lamar Jackson in three years is going to be, uh, you know, the best quarterback in football, but you're not going to see him for three years, um, I, wow, I, I, I was kind of speechless. Like the thought of that, like in that room at one Paul Brown Stadium, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be stunned. It would just run counter to everything they've done over so long. That's Jim Ozarski, Cincinnati.com. Look, take take it with a grain of salt if you want to. Say, I'm crazy. I just don't see it. And that's why if you 
watched. I posted video of me. I, I went on WLWT Sports Rock on Sunday night, video of who I wanted. And they George Vogel looked at me, and I was with Jeff Hobson of Bengals.com, looked at me and said, who do you want the Bengals to pick? And I'm hoping for Mike McGlinchey. And that doesn't mean I'm not on team quarterback. It, those of you that are familiar with my podcast, with my work, know I'm all about drafting a quarterback. With that being said, I don't think it would... I don't want that to happen. I don't want the Bengals to draft a quarterback when half of the coaching staff wouldn't be on board with it or when half the locker room would shift. I need, if it's going to happen, I need the coach, coaches, to be on board with it. I need Mike Brown to be on board with it. I need Duke Tobin to be on board with it because that's how you have success. Now, if they're willing to say, we're taking Lamar and we're going to groom him to be the future, while also trying to win now with Andy. I get it. But everyone needs to be in agreement. Because if, let's say Duke Tobin wants Lamar Jackson, and Marvin says, no, I need to win now. I need player X for the offensive line. And Duke goes with Lamar, that, there you go. There's friction. A lot of friction. Because now Marvin Lewis, who didn't want Lamar, is going to have to answer questions anytime Andy throws a couple picks. That's just the reality of it. And I get it. I understand it. I want Lamar Jackson, the player. But only, only if the Bengals would be willing to commit to him in their long term, in their long view. I don't think that would be the case. I really don't. I think they want to win now. Everyone I've talked to says, yeah, it's kind of window dressing, them entertaining the idea of him at 21. Lap said it. Jim Ozarski said it. I've said it. I've talked to multiple people that aren't going to jump on the podcast. They've said it. I don't think Lamar Jackson is under serious consideration, even if he falls to uh, the 21st pick on Thursday. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I've made it clear. The ideal fit, the ideal pick would be Mike McGlinchey. I'm going to talk about him, another tackle that could be in play at 21, and, well, the guy I said the Bengals wouldn't draft that now it sounds like they might draft. We'll get to Billy Price as well next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, I've made two draft guarantees. One, I think, is is certain to come true. If Notre Dame tackle Mike McGlinchey is available at 21, the Bengals are going to pick him. Every single person I've talked to when I've said that, they've agreed. Um, so th- that's something that I think the Bengals are hoping happens. I'm not sure they think it's going to happen. So there's that. On the flip side, flip it now. And the center position, I said that they certainly would like to address it. I didn't think they would believe Billy Price is the guy. That said, it's feeling more and more like Billy Price might be the guy. Obviously, you heard Dave Lapham on yesterday's podcast Today, uh, with Jim Osarski, we talked about Billy Price, and I said, if he's there, what percentage would you give that the Bengals draft him? So if Billy Price is available when the Bengals are on the clock, what percentage would you say, oh, yeah, they're going to 
pick Billy Price. Here's what he had to say about that and why he thinks that Billy Price is the number one center on the Bengals draft board. I would say Billy Price. What percentage would you give that uh, the Bengals take him 21st overall? 65%. Oh, man. It's that high? I think Woo! so. I think so. <laughs> Oh, but see, I, the one thing I don't know, and I've, everything I've heard him and told is that Peck is not an issue. So I am assuming that to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm going with that. If you were to sit here and tell me I know definitively he cannot be ready until camp, then I think that tumbles the other way. I think it's it's more like 35%. I think that's the one hang-up is if you are drafting a center to start for you, it's a brand-new offensive Right mm-hmm. and, and a new quarterback, and he can't do anything until camp. That means he's missing all of phase two in the OTAs and all of those mini camps. And he has to start. It, he has to play. And right that's a, that's that's the issue with Billy Price, and only the Bengals know that, or or you know the teams evaluating him is is he ready to go in rookie camp on the second weekend of May? Um, so I will right now. Everything I have heard him and told is that he would be. So I I will go with that. Uh, as sort of the caveat, I guess, I'm giving myself an out off the, the 65% there. <laughs> Let's stick with the other centers then. Frank Ragno from Arkansas. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I'd drift down a little bit to 40%. I, I, think there's, I think there might be other... I think he's lower on their list of the, of the possible You centers. think he's third? I think out of so. those, out of out the of, big, three. out of the big three, I think he would be, he'd be, yeah, the third one. What about James Daniels from Iowa? Sweet spot, I'd say that. I, I I'd say that's the the fifty percent. I'm going to do sixty, fifty, thirty five ish. Ragnall thirty five, fifty for James Daniels. Of of, I think they like Billy better. Yeah. So I'm assuming health again there. Um, and, and you know, Daniel, that might be one of those where oh, we can get him, but well, maybe forty sixers. Mason Cole's there, or maybe Mason Cole's in the third round. Um, that might be more in play of BPA. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just think Billy Price is their their guy, and even then, I'm still unsure if they'd actually take him there. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, so I have a hard time going like, you know, center for sure. Twenty one. I'm still waiting on if, if there's a tackle. <laughs> That's Jim Osarski. Join me on Cincy three sixty airs every single day, noon to one on ESPN fifteen thirty. Here locally in Cincinnati, you can listen to it anywhere you are on the iHeartRadio app. But yeah, I that's the scary part. Now let's segue again. And by the way, Joe Goodberry of The Athletic will join me tomorrow evening. It will be our final podcast before the draft. So Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, that's the time to listen to it. We will uh, talk all things Bengals draft. I, I know... I'm going to have a ton. Look, I'm going to have a ton at LockedOnBengals.com. I'll tweet it out. I'm going to get you prepped. This is the second-to-last podcast between now and the draft. How about that? And you're like, well, James, that makes sense. It does. Tomorrow, by the way, we'll be doing it a little later. I'm out of town until uh, early evening, so Joe will join me around 6 o'clock, and we will uh, discuss the Bengals draft plans, and uh, it'll get posted. I assume it'll be posted by around 8 p.m. Eastern time as far as tomorrow's podcast goes. But but the one guy, and you've heard Joe talk about him, is Colton Miller. And could Colton Miller be in play at 21? And I asked, did you hear Jim at the end there say, depending on if there's a tackle? Well, one of the tackles is Mike McGlinchey, the guy I want. 
The other guy is Colton Miller, a guy I don't know a ton about. I'm not going to act like I've watched a ton of Colton Miller football at UCLA. I do know this. He tested well athletically because I can look up those numbers. I also know that draft nicks like Joe Goodberry, people who watch the film like Joe Goodberry, not just him, aren't fans of Colton Miller. Like draft Twitter, not really a big fan of Colton Miller. So when I asked Jim, if Colton Miller's there and their favorite center in his mind, Billy Price, is there, who they'd take at 21, well, it sounds like it might be Miller. Here's Jim Ozarski with me earlier today. I think that there's a scenario where Billy Price is there and they have to gauge whether or not they should go center, right. their favorite center, which they don't value the interior, right. at least historically, as much as they do tackle. And it's Price, Colton Miller. Right. What, what do you do? That, that's the interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, that is the interesting thing. And I, I don't know the answer. I don't know no. if you do either. It's just it would be it my would be gut interesting would say to see. they go tackle. Really? My that's just my gut because I think again it's about it. Because then to me that shifts from the coaches to the front office mm-hmm. and, and the evaluation and value of of where do you get stars? And the Bengals believe your star players come in the first at at certain positions. Like Geno's a star, but. You mean he slid for a reason mm-hmm. at the time? Yeah. Um, obviously, the Bengals were ahead of the curve in terms of finding that guy and what he can do. Um, but they that that where do you get star tackles? Yeah. In the first round, I mean that's what they gambled on in 2015. Now, granted, it didn't work. Um, but that's I mean Whitworth was a high second round pick, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, so maybe 46 is where they. You know, maybe they feel a first round grade of a guy. So I, I don't know, James. I think I think you can people knock Bodine. Sure. They traded up. He was a day one starter in the fourth round. Yeah. Who started for every game for four years. So I, I to me, I think they feel that's more doable on the interior than it is on the outside. All right, that's the last one from Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com. And I hear that and it's like, oh boy. Oh boy. And, oh, man, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Because I did. And that means that Colton Miller sounds like he's very much in play. And if Miller's very much in play, I think he will be there. I do. I think he's going to be there at 21. And if he's there and Mike McGlinchey isn't there, I would say that's the most likely tackle scenario. And knowing the interior, knowing how the Bengals value interior and how deep it is at center, which I'm all, all, all aboard on the whole waiting at center. I get it. I get why they would wait. For Colton Miller, we'll have to ask Joe Goodberry about Colton tomorrow on the podcast. One more thing. Marvin Lewis had a pre-draft press conference today. Uh, a couple things that he said that were noteworthy. I'm not going to make you suffer through an entire Marvin Lewis pre-draft press conference, but I put together a few of his clips, and I wanted to play them for you just to give you as much insight as I can here. Here's Marvin Lewis at Paul Brown Stadium earlier today. Again, I think we've gone through a, a, a process with the evolution of college football and so forth where I think uh, linemen are way different. The offensive linemen are way different than they ever used to be. And, um, and I think... On the other hand of that, contrary to that, is the fact that the defensive players, they come here with a different mentality, a, a, an ability to play open field football more often, which lends to a lot of the things that occur defensively. So, um, you know, so I think you, you continually see a shift uh, in those things. I'm not so sure that there's as many of uh, the 
what we would say highly ranked defensive backs that have been in, in more recent years. But, again, uh, everybody sees things a little differently, and it'll play out the way it'll play out. The prospects are who they are, and uh, that part, you know, there's going to be uh, the 300 players, whatever it is, drafted to something, and, uh, and then we're going to go from there. Well, I think the, the, uh, the evolution of the linebacker now is the, these guys that are, that are better athletes. Uh, they may not be, uh, you know, the, the premium ones or the guys that grow and both have size and speed. But uh, back in the 90s, there were more guys who maybe didn't run as well as some of the guys run today that played for a long time. Nowadays, those guys probably get sifted out as time goes on a little bit more. And, uh, you know, that's, that's probably one of the changes that's occurred in football with the, you know, with the substitution and more um, uh, specialized specialization of positions and so forth and the evolution of offenses. If you look at the evolution of offenses compared to how few times you're going to see two running backs and a tight end or two running backs and two tight ends on the field back from the early 90s when I started in the NFL. Um, but I think the one thing that is true, you know, it, it's been a while since there were, you know, possibly four quarterbacks talked about going uh, in the first round. I'm not sure, you know, what how many years, but I don't think that's happened in, in a while. And, and I think that, that uh, for us uh, uh, fits well to us um, and, uh, and for teams that are looking for quarterbacks. Does that sound like a coach that's going to take Lamar Jackson 21st overall or is planning on it or is thinking about it or is seriously considering it? That last part, the last 15 seconds there. Yeah, for us, uh, we think it's great that four quarterbacks are going to go because, oh, I don't want to reveal my hand, uh, because teams that are looking for quarterbacks and blah, 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 blah. That, Lamar Jackson isn't going 21st overall. Marvin Lewis just told you. And if you think I'm wrong, hit, hit rewind, go back 30 seconds and listen to Marvin again. And then listen to Jim Osarski, listen to how I led the podcast, listen to yesterday with Dave Lapham. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't want you to be let down when the Bengals don't pick Lamar if he's available at 21 or if they trade out when a quarterback falls. Is there a possibility that it could happen? Jim Osarski said 1%. I'll go ahead and say 5%. I still think it's very low that the Bengals take a quarterback early. And as early as is 21st overall. I think they were looking at it, but then I got more information, and I don't think it's a reality. I think it's a big, giant smokescreen. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It would be fun. And if they were on board with it, I would be on board with it, if you catch my drift. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Um, I will take him over Colton Miller. Yes, I will do that. Lamar Jackson over Colton Miller. I would take Lamar Jackson over most players that'll probably be there at 21. That said, fingers crossed, let's hope Mike McGlinchey falls because to me, that's how you fill a need. That's probably the best player available and it's uh, it sets up the Bengals for success right away this season. You can follow on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Tomorrow, Mock Draft 5.0, final Mock Draft. We'll be out. And, oh man. As of now, I'm leaning Billy Price. We'll see if that continues. I'm going to have to turn over some stones tonight and make sure that that's the case. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, Joe Goodberry. Again, it'll be an evening podcast. It'll be our last podcast before the first round of the draft. And uh, join me at Dickman's, Northern Kentucky, Dickman Sports Cafe. I'll be there 8.30 to midnight. 
on Thursday night. Join me. Have some wings. Enjoy the draft. And you'll probably hear from the uh, Bengals' first draft pick, first round pick as well. Hopefully I get to interview him. And if you can't get it, get there, it's fine. As long as I get to catch up with them, you'll hear that interview right here on Friday's Locked on Bengals podcast. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.